everyone, and welcome back to the Dream Life Loading Podcast, Season 2, Episode 7. I'm your co-host, Sky, And I'm your co-host, Susan. How are you today, Sky? I am doing good. We were off last week, so it's nice to be back in the swing of things and chatting with you. I had, like, the lowest energy all last week, and it, like, to the point I just felt like doing nothing. So the fact that we didn't record was maybe for the best, because I was just feeling very... Like nothing was wrong. I think I was just really exhausted and I woke up Sunday and I was like, I feel great today. So it's Monday. We're back in the swing of things and I'm feeling really good. How are you? I'm good. We did our Christmas lights this weekend. So my whole house looks like a gingerbread house and it's actually bringing back like the nostalgia 2000s Christmas. And that is everything to me. I've always dreamt of having a house and being able to do lights outside. Chris got really into it. And then I even got started on the inside lights, which also look amazing. And I, my whole soul is just so fulfilled. Everything, all the photos and videos you've sent me, everything looks so good. And Chris outside doing the lights was like giving Clark Griswold in the best way. It's 1000%. You can see how excited he is for the house this year and being able to decorate it. And because this is, it's your first Christmas in your own home. Like that's so exciting. Yes. It's so fun. Um, Let's do the question before I forget, and then we get to the end and I ask you. So if you were going to star in any TV show, what would it be? It could be your favorite TV show or one that you just think you would fit in. I mean, I don't know. I haven't watched the show in so long. I don't, maybe this, this came into my mind and I don't know why, but I think it must be for a reason. But I feel like Glee is the obvious choice for me because... Like my high school theater kid would just shine. Yes. I feel like that. Yes. That is the show that I actually had in mind for you. Is it really? Yes. Okay. So that must be, that must be what it's meant to be because we have not talked about or watched that show in years. Yeah. No. Like that's, it's not like that's on the front of our mind. We're like, that's just what it is. Yep. 1000%. (laughs) What about you? Um, I went back and forth. I feel like I would fit into the office because of my current job. Mm -hmm. Just like I do on one day a week, I do go into the office and that seems very fitting. Um, But I think it has to be friends. Like I would either be the seventh friend or someone's girlfriend. (laughs) I would just 90s is where I was like my soul was destined to be like in my 20s in the 90s. Maybe I died young in the 90s but who knows I don't know I feel like since you brought up friends we have to just I was actually going to use this as my favorite last week and then we ended up not recording but like Matthew Perry's death I don't know why that like really affected me and like obviously I did not know this man like I'm not like it affected me right I think it affected me in a way that usually celebrity deaths don't because it's like you feel mm-hmm. sad when you didn't know this person like it's hard to like really at least for me like have like severe emotions when you don't know these people, even though like we watch them or whatever, like we form this bond with them in a way. But this one, it was just like all the things that were coming out about his Instagram and like the way it happened, it all was just so eerie and morbid and just like so tragic, I think was like the bottom lines was like, my favorite was going to be like, keep your loved ones close because like, it was just such a shock. I think that's what it was. It was so unexpected. Yeah, Chris said it. Chris got like a notification, like a breaking news over his phone. And he was like, oh my God, like Chandler from Friends died. And I was like, you're like, you're joking. Like, th- there's no way. And I remember when uh, when Bob Saget died last year, 
I, the same thing happened, but in reverse order. So I got the notification. I said, and he was like, there's no way like you're, you're lying. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when he said, no, it, Matthew Perry died. And I knew Chris didn't know his full name. And I was like, no, this is real. And it, yeah. And I think the the Bob Saget death, I had a similar reaction to that. And I think we watch these shows like Full House. I would watch every single day when I came home from school. Like that was my show. And Friends, I know for you especially. And for for me, I watched Friends um, for a while. But it's just like you you feel like you know these people because we watch them. Like they become a part of your routines. And I know so many people are going through that right now. It's like we lost a friend. And it's just like it like tugs at your heart. Yeah. just we like obviously we did not know him but you watch him on tv for long enough and he becomes like a part of your routines and like he's in your Mm -hmm. room every day and it's just yeah it's it's and you grow a you grow a connection to the character like that's why characters are the way they are they're supposed to be relatable and like you feel like you connect with them because you relate to them on different levels so like Chandler having girl problems or Chandler you know making everyone laugh like that was his purpose as a character. So he's like your funny friend because he made you laugh. Whether or not he was physically there making you laugh, like you had that bond. Yeah, no, for sure. And it was, it's actually kind of unrelated, but it's so interesting how like we sometimes easily forget that these are real people because everyone's yeah. like, oh, Chandler died, Chandler died. And it's like, oh my God, like, no, like we can watch Chandler on TV for literally ever but it's mm-hmm. kind of, um the Le- Lucy Hale episode of Call Her Daddy. I was I was just thinking that about how that poor girl like was so young and she got like roped right into that franchise and you forgot that she was a real person. We just looked at her as her character and that yeah. really ruined her and I wonder I know obviously Matthew Perry went through a lot of addiction and abuse struggles and I you have to wonder like was that part of it because he was on this TV show where he was adored for being the funny guy. And, you know, it's just, we don't see so much of like the bad side of these like glamorized jobs. Right. Cause then the industry crumbles. Cause no one right wants to consume literally someone else's soul. Cause if you think about it, that's kind of what it transfers as. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, no, it's tragic. Sorry to bring that Early. up. <laughs> Let's let in the mood. Yes, Christmas. I think I am so happy that you already decorated. I realize now we should have decorated this past weekend because we're going to be away this weekend, which means we won't decorate till the weekend after. And it's just, we have to do it for as long as we can because Christmas is only such a short amount of the year. I know. That's why I try to push it off. But this year I was like, you know what? Like December is too short of a month to enjoy the decor. Because if you think about it, you're traveling, you're seeing people, you're not even in your home most of the time. And I want to enjoy that warm, cozy feeling. So, and our lights are going to stay up probably until spring because they look so good. But, and especially um, like living here, I'm so grateful for the Christmas markets. And I talked about them last year so much too. And I feel like we, like you said it, and now I've like totally coined this phrase. It's like, it feels like we live in a Hallmark town. So mm-hmm. I love to take full advantage of like the full aspects of Christmas for like the next month and a half or so, which is kind of what gave me the idea for this episode was just like, which we're kind of talking about like playing tourist in your own town, but especially during the Christmas time, like there's so many different things to do. I know even like at home in Durham, there's so much in Portsmouth, like Strawberry Bank is yeah. really cool for the Christmas time. And I feel like you live in kind of a Christmassy town too. Like, does it come alive? Oh, Christmas? 
Yeah. So that we are in one of the like USA's top 10 towns for like our main street. Really? Um, and all of the business shop owners take it seriously. I almost question if there's an ordinance or if there's like a chamber of commerce rule. Um, but a few things that we always do for Christmas, the huge tree in front of the library, they literally, the water and light company puts lights on it. So it is completely like lit up. All of the flag, all of the poles, like the street lights, mm-hmm. which they replaced probably 10, 15 years ago, they look kind of vintage now. And those, they put lights and um, garland on and they bag all of the, um, what are the things you put coins in to park? Like you park and you put oh, your money. Meters or- Meters. Thank you. So they bag those with like decorative bags and you don't have to pay all of December, all like each um, business pays to like rent out the meter. Um, So yeah, there's lights everywhere. They put lights in the windows, a big block, the opera block, that entire building, they put lights around the whole top so that you can see from the front and the back. So if you're driving up on the highway, which is like literally on the mountain, you can see down into Main Street, you can see all the Christmas lights. They have these big snowflakes. Um, where we had our pictures done with the umbrellas, they take the umbrellas down and it's all light up snowflakes, like these big ones. Um, like it's so magical and so Christmassy. Like, and all the like local businesses do such a good job at just like making all their windows all festive and decorative. Like it is one of the most beautiful things, is like our Main Street at Christmas. It's so I think any sort of like Christmas decor automatically just puts you in a good mood. And like, yeah. I, I, it's something I miss now. This is, this will be my third Christmas abroad. Um, yeah. So it's something I miss, like, which sounds so stupid, but like being able to go to the mall and seeing like all the yeah. crazy Christmas decor and like doing, which we get a little bit of that now being in a bigger city, but it's Christmas decor. You can't go wrong. And especially like the Christmas markets, this one, um, we experienced it last year too. They play Christmas music into the street. So you're like walking through the market with your hot wine or hot chocolate, whatever. And you have all the little, like it, these markets feel fake because it's so like literally magical. Yeah. Like you're literally playing Christmas songs when you walk. It's like, this feels like it's just, you want to be a part of it, which I think with like us talking about trying to be a tourist in your own town, I feel like it happens too often where like I, you and I both, like I lived in my hometown for 15 plus years. You've lived in your hometown for 23. Yeah. I mean, I guess so you, you left for college a little bit, but like you've been in this town and it can be right. so easy to just look at it and be like, oh yeah, like I live here. Like you do the same sort of things. You forget all the special things and you can always kind of take advantage and like treat your town like you're a tourist and like look at it from a new perspective. Mm-hmm. But I think Christmas gives you this like an easy opportunity to like get back out there and like do things that you wouldn't normally do, but it's like yeah. oh, Christmas, like go get out there and do it. So Durham is a college town, but is it considered a tourist town? I don't think Durham necessarily is a tourist town, but Portsmouth for sure is. Yeah. And- I would say I would I spent like half my time in Portsmouth because like if you want to go for dinner or shopping or right. anything. So Portsmouth for sure is a big tourist town, but Durham, I would say college town. Yeah, because we so like our town is considered a tourist town because our economy heavily depends on the tourists. Um, so like leaf peeper season, as we call it, when the foliage is peaking, 
you will not catch a local on main street unless their life depends on it. And like, you need something on main street, um, because it's just infested with (laughs) out of staters. Um, and those are the ones you'll like, it's so bad too. I don't know why this is the mentality, but it's like instilled from generation to generation. If someone like is rude or cut you off while you're driving. And if they do not have a New Hampshire plate, like you're done. It does not matter. Like we hate you. <laughs> you're done. You need to get out of our town. Um, and you can be so like, I see it. I mean, I even feel it sometimes, but like watching it, like watching it on through Chris, just get so mad at these tourists. And it's funny because it's like, well, they do, you know, boost our economy. But I think it comes down to sharing. And we don't like, like locals don't like to share. Because it's like, we love the town that we have. And like, we work hard to keep it going. Um, And sometimes it's almost like the out-of-staters or the tourists are taking it for granted, I feel like. And that's where we get territorial. Um, So that's why I really appreciate like, this episode because my biggest thing was appreciate what you have like you can say what you want small towns come with every town is going to have their thing you know we have town politics and gossip and all the things that are kind of annoying about a small town but at the end of the day like we live in such a cool place and we have so many unique opportunities here yep no I completely agree with you I think tourists even the word can have such a negative connotation. It's like, mm-hmm. you don't want to be viewed as a tourist. Like even like, like you want to go to like the restaurants that aren't touristy, which I agree. Like most of the time you don't want to go to the touristy restaurants, but like there are so many things where like being a tourist or like doing touristy things is viewed with such negative connotation, but I don't think it necessarily has to be true. And I think I kind of first started realizing this last year when Nick and I would do things that, like we would hear about online or we would like someone would say like, oh, you should go do this, whatever. And then some of the locals would be like, oh, I've never even heard of that. Or they'd say, oh, I did that when I was in grade school. Like I forgot how fun that was. And it's like, yeah, because you live here, you're not looking at this place as like an opportunity to explore. Whereas obviously we're new here. We want to experience all the things. It's like, it's actually fun to do the stuff that is what your town is known for. And I kind of took that attitude when I went back home to visit in August. And it was like, we live in New England, like, let's take full advantage of New England summer, like the lobster rolls, being on the water, like, you know, like, take advantage of the touristy stuff, because you can't take it for granted. And I think being like separated from your hometown can give you an easy way to not take it for granted. But even if you are in your hometown, like, think about what you did when you were five. And like, oh, my God, I loved that. Like, go do it again. You know, like, there's no reason to experience these things. And like, remember, like, the magic of your own town. Cause like all our little towns have little or big towns have little pe- little special pieces. Absolutely. I made a list of like the ways that I have been a tourist in our own town lately and it's coffee shops. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you, it's easy to get stuck into like only going to one coffee shop, but there are usually a few decent ones and it is nice to mix it up and to go try something new. Um, local restaurants, main street. I feel like generally a main street anywhere you go is going to have something, you know, that's fun to explore. Um, hiking, like natural features are like stops. We have a lot of natural forests around here that have like state parks, that sort of thing. Um, local stores and then just overall slowing down and being present. Yep. Absolutely. I I had some of the the same things. And I was thinking, even today, um, the team had the day off. So a bunch of 
um, those of us that either work different hours or whatever. Like most, I guess it was all imports, like all people not from here. We went and did two different wineries today and just had a blast being like touristy because we're not from here and just taking advantage of like the things that the, the I <laughs> locals would make fun of us for it. Like, oh, you went and did that winery, like whatever. But it is, it's fun to just kind of just let go of the stereotype. Like it's totally fine to be, you know, just take advantage of it. And um, I use TikTok a lot for like finding different things. And even when I was home this summer, it was like, oh my God, like this is literally in Portsmouth and I had no idea. And that happened a few times. It's like, this is a town I've been going to for literally like 12 plus years. It's like, there's still going to be things you don't know about. And like Portsmouth isn't a big town. So like, even like TripAdvisor or TikTok or Google be like, what to do in the town you live in. And I guarantee there's going to be things that you haven't heard of. Yeah, absolutely. Chris has always been really good about um, about like enjoying your town because I remember there are so many times he would just stop like there's in his town that he grew up in it's a lot smaller than the town I grew up in and he would stop at this a little tiny store and I was like I remember thinking like we've been here it's gonna be the same stuff like why are we doing this and now I've grown to love it we go probably once a month and it's one of our favorite things we do on like a Saturday or Sunday. And it's just appreciating what you have. Like, it's a quirky little store. And like, yes, most of the time the stuff's the same. But sometimes you find something like really random and cool and we end up leaving with it. Like, it's just little things like that that just make you feel so at home. It reminds me now that I'm watching Gilmore Girls, like the area that I live in, not just specifically my town. My town's a little too big for it. But it reminds me of Stars Hollow so much. Special. It is. You know, that, and I think... Maybe Gilmore Girls was also another reason why we thought to do this episode because like that show very much glorifies a small town. And I think that's a good thing because I don't feel like there are many people in real life like Lorelai and Rory that actually love living in a small town. I feel like Mm -hmm. you can, and that's like, like you said, Stars Hollow is a small, small town, but I feel like you get people that are usually like, I can't wait to get out. But then trying to flip that that perspective, it's like people from the city come and visit these teeny tiny or like that, um, like a different aesthetic, you know, like small town city aesthetic. And so just like the different perspective on things. And I feel like you can take that and run with it. Like looking at your town in a different perspective, like looking at your job, your family, your friends, your life, like changing perspective and trying to see it from an outsider. You're going to see so many different, like better things when you are not necessarily better but just definitely different and just like allow yourself to get a new perspective on things because it will I think it'll include your improve your quality of life without question absolutely and I think that like there's something to be said about leaving your hometown and then coming back like I remember graduating high school and I was like I didn't necessarily want to leave but I knew I needed that like change of scenery And that's why I chose to go to Durham because it was one of the further schools from where I lived. And it was very different. Like Durham was ocean versus mountains. Um, And so that was the deciding factor. And that made me appreciate it so much more. Like I was looking through snap stories and um, I was home for like a weekend and I was like, look at the mountains. Cause I remember it being so flat in Durham. I couldn't see any, like, and I didn't realize how much that meant to me. Like, 
having mountains makes me feel so safe. Like, especially where our town is, like we're kind of nestled right in the middle of mountains. Like everywhere you look, there's a mountain. And even now my house is at the base of a mountain. So it's like one of those things that like you eventually become so comforted by your town. And not obviously there's some cases where people leave and they're like, we're never coming back. Rightfully so. Small towns have, you know, their things that aren't for everyone. Um, but it was really refreshing because now I could not imagine leaving. Like you would have to drag me out of this town because I love it so much. And I felt the opposite. Like I came to Murano last year and I was like, oh my God, look at this beautiful place and like mm-hmm. photos of everything. It's the mountains. Yes. I was like, I can't believe I live here. But then over, I think I, it bothered me, but it didn't bother me a lot until the summer. And I was like, oh my God, we are not near water. Like there's a river that runs through the center. Yeah. It's beautiful, but it was like, oh my God, like there is no ocean. Like this is really bizarre for someone that like the summer meant beach and it's 20 minutes away. And so especially mm-hmm. when I went home, it was like, I want to spend as many days on the water that we can. And like being able to go to Lake Winnipesaukee and just be, I didn't realize how much being on the water is how, how much that means to me until it was taken yeah. Like I, I feel landlocked, you know, like, and I know Italy's not landlocked, but with how, um, Northern we are, we definitely feel very landlocked, especially like I feel very landlocked. So yeah, uh, you sometimes don't realize how lucky you are to have things until they're taken away from you. Yes. 1000%. I agree. But then you could look at it as like, I know people here are like, oh my God, like Murano sucks. Like, why would you want to be here? And it's like, look at it from my perspective. Like, this is the most beautiful town ever, you know? So it's yeah. like, look at your own town, look at your own situation from the perspective of a tourist. And I guarantee yeah. you're going to say how beautiful it is. That was, that wrapped that up really nicely, unless you have anything else. Nope. That was perfect. I'm impressed. Thank you. Thank you. It <laughs> was a great <laughs> what are your favorites for the week okay um my favorite I feel like I had a better one but I'm looking at my notes and it's not written down so I'm gonna stick with what I have here and it's apples and cheese and I know I've talked about this combination before but I've been back on an apples and cheese kick I think because I made a charcuterie board for my friend and I a couple weeks ago and we have these fresh, amazing apples from one of the guys on the team. He works at an orchard, and so he brought us a ton, and they're so good. So I was like, I'll throw an apple on the board. I will never again make a charcuterie board without an apple on it because it, like, charcuterie boards can get pretty heavy with, like, the the meats and the cheese and the apple. So good. And then, like, one of my dad's favorite breakfasts ever is just some sharp cheddar cheese and apples. And you eat it together, and it's delicious. Mm-hmm. Apples and cheese. Add honey. Yes. Yep. Sometimes we do honey or, um, or like a little bit of jam even like it's, you don't even need a cracker. Like you got the, oh, it's just apples and cheese go together. I don't think it gets enough credit or what was that sandwich from Panera? I don't know if they still do it, but it was like that, um, with the apples in it. Yeah. Smoked apple, turkey, something, but that like, I guess it is more of a combination than I realized, but so good. That's in 2020 when we were home for the fall semester. Um, that was like my go-to snack. It would be like a thing of honey and then surround it with cheddar cheese and apples. Yeah. That goes hard. I haven't had that in so long. You- I can't believe you have apples. What do you mean you can't believe I have apples? I live around. We don't here. have apples here right now because we got such a hard frost that it like killed the crop from the spring. 
Oh my God. No, we so like our apple, like our apple orchards up here weren't even open this year. Like you could go get donuts and stuff and maybe like they already picked them, but you couldn't pick your own apples this oh, year. I have no idea. Yeah. Wow. So very. this is a very New England thing. Do you put melted cheddar cheese on your apple pie? No. Have you heard of that? I've never heard of that, but I'd probably love it because anything with cheese on it, like I am devouring always. It's so weird. And I think it's pretty New England. I feel like nowhere else in the country. That has to be a New England. Right? Like that's the most New England thing I've ever heard. And I had never heard it until just now. <laughs> the first time I tried it, I was like, this sounds so gross, but it's so good. Like it's. That actually sounds. Well, yeah. Think about it. Cinnamon. Yeah. Good. Cheese. Good. Apples. Delicious. You can't go wrong with those ingredients. Oh my God. I'm like really hungry now. Now my, yeah, my mouth is watering. <laughs> What's your favorite? <laughs> um, mine, this is from last week. Cause these were my notes for last week. Um, 1989, you're in love Taylor's version. Yep. Please. Her grown up voice. I love it. <laughs> the grown up voice with clean, like literally. Yeah. Chills. Chills. Yep. I can't listen to the old version now. Sorry, I, Taylor. I know. And I know 1989 is probably like my second favorite Taylor Swift album, I think. And I was very, very excited for this album. And I don't think it deserves the hate it's getting. I think so many people are so up in arms. Like, I've not seen, I've not seen a single hate. I'm glad I'm not on that side of anything. It sounds the same, like, or um, people are saying style sounds worse. And I'm like, people, like, People oh my God. change and that's really what it comes down to because she sounds different and she changed some of the, like, I will say style sounds different. I don't, doesn't upset me that it sounds different, but it does. But yeah, I, I'm not here for the slander, but I do think that red Taylor's version is still my favorite Taylor's version. Yes, that is a masterpiece unmatched. Um, I still listen to it on the regular and if I had to choose one Taylor song to listen to on repeat for the rest of my life it has to be all too well 10 minutes yep I know every word and I don't even if the regular version comes on I skip it because why do I want to skip the story like I know all of her songs could be 10 minutes long and I would listen to every single one I made Nick watch the music video for the 10 minute version. He had never seen it. I don't know how, but we watched like it. A movie. And it was like, put your phone down. Like I need full attention for this for the next, yeah. like, it's seven, I think it's 17 minutes. Cause they or 12. Yep, it is. Yeah. I, um, with no regrets, we analyzed that when I was a teacher, I showed it to my seniors and we had, and we that's analyzed a good, that that's not even like oh. bad teaching. Like that's a, Oh no, it was probably the, highlight of my career actually but there's so much to unpack there like there are so much little like pieces of symbolism and I did a Taylor Swift um symbolism like project with all of my classes from the second I started student teaching I did an entire Taylor Swift unit with my AP lit class because it was two boys and six girls and they were all Swifties it was right before um fearless Taylor's version came out and we we had a really good conversation. And you know what? I'm pretty sure they used some of those skills on their AP exams. So oh, cute. That's the, that's the one thing I do miss about teaching is like you could cater it to what they were interested yeah, in yeah. or what I was interested in. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. We're so I'll, I'll always talk about Taylor Swift. There's always something. Yeah. We should do a whole Taylor episode just I for know. us. I don't even know like where to be where to begin. I, 
It would have to be a series. It would. Maybe then this would be a Taylor Swift podcast. I know. Maybe we should start doing like we have our like favorite of the week segment. We have our question of the week segment. Maybe we we need to start doing like a Taylor a Taylor segment. Taylor Tuesdays. Taylor Tuesdays. Mini episodes. <laughs> Honestly, I'm not opposed to it. I'm not either. I feel like that's something we could workshop. One thousand percent. Stay um, tuned, guys. Yes. <laughs> what um, is your quote mantra of the week? If it makes you happy, it's not a waste of time. I like that. Yeah. What's the song? If it makes you happy, it can't be that bad. I don't know. It is a song. It is a song. <laughs> I promise. But I, like when you, I trust it, you. I got like it. Like the the song was in my head. I was like, yep. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. It was simple and it was on Pinterest. And I was like, you know what? Like, there's some things I know, especially with DLL, when we first started, a lot of people didn't understand it. And I think even now, like, especially where we're self-improvement and digital products, I think there is some people that just aren't going to get it. And that's okay. But I have never, like, some people have, they never blatantly said, like, oh, that's a waste of time. But, like, you can tell, like, they just kind of have it in their voice. Like, well, why why spend your time on this? Um, and it's, it makes me happy. So why would I not spend my time on it? Yeah, we were, I feel like, I don't even remember what the context of our conversation was, but we were having a conversation recently where we were like, if it makes you happy, you literally don't have to have another reason. Yeah, that's reason enough. Yep. Yeah, I love it. What that. is your quote? Um, My quote is don't should yourself. Ooh. Right? I like that. Yeah, I would I tattoo actually, that on me. Yeah, it's, it's something that like... I, I, so I recently got back into therapy, I guess this is like something important to talk about on the episode here, but, um, I had my first intake with her last week. So like we've barely, we have not dug into anything, but it was just like basically rapid fire, like tell me about yourself so that she could like get to know me, whatever. And she like asked a question and I started responding and I was like, well, I probably should be doing this, but like, and I was just really like, didn't even realize that I was like being so down on myself. And I was like saying that I shouldn't be doing this or whatever. And she kind of stopped me and she was like, I know we're not really supposed to be having like a real session today, but she was like, I just want to say to you, like, don't should yourself. Like no one's putting that pressure on you besides yourself. Like do not should yourself. And I was like, how many times a day do I should myself? You know, yeah, we all do it. It's like we put the pressure on ourselves that no one else is putting on us. Yeah. No, I love that. I did too. I was like, you're a good therapist. Like I will stick with you. They like, <laughs> won and you already got me thinking, but yeah, don't should yourself. It's like, it's been in my brain now. I'm like, I'm like cautious of like words I say now. Cause I'm like thinking. Yeah. It. It's thought correction. It's, it yeah. Yep. I love that one. What a good way to end this episode. Love it. You guys know the drill, like, and subscribe, depending on where you're watching us. If you're listening on Spotify or Apple podcast, is that what it's called? Yep. Then leave us a review and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs>